0: This is a HeadGum Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Magic Spoon. Uh, So I got a box of four different Magic Spoon cereals in the mail this week. Cocoa, fruity, frosted, and blueberry. And it was uh, the highlight of my week. Absolutely crystal clear. Delicious boxes of breakfast food that will take you back to your childhood? Yes. Diabolical puzzle boxes that will open a portal to an army of extra dimensional beings who will mercilessly flay your flesh? No. Be safe out there.
1: In 86, N.M. Martin wrote
0: the first book of what became of. A- Time, the club, club. Okay, and here we are again, aren't we?
1: Is that how you always introduce the show? That sounds No, new. I try to
0: say something different every
1: time. Okay. Um, w- We've got a lot of role plays to get
0: through today. so Okay. Um, what I'd love to do is introduce the show, and I don't need permission for that, so I'm just going to go right ahead and do it. Permission granted. Okay, well, but I didn't. I didn't need it. So, but you have it. It's irrelevant. It's a well. Thank you. I appreciate You're welcome. it. Welcome. It's you know what. It's it's uh it's a bonus. But okay. it's not necessary, and I want people to know it's not necessary. But, but you have nice. it, and it's be careful. You're skating
1: on thin ice. I will rescind but it's it. Nice. But and you can't. I can, can. I you can, can rescind it, it. I can It won't affect how I introduce the show. I won't be. I won't be rescinding it. But I can, and I okay. just need you to know that. I know to have that power over you, and
0: it doesn't affect me. Hi, hi. Hi. And welcome to the Babysitter's Club. 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 A podcast in which I,
1: Jack Alexander Shepard. And I'm Tanner Greenring. And I, Jack (sighs) Shepard. What's the problem? Seems like you lost momentum, like you hit a speed bump. It just just really hit me this time.
0: (laughs) It just really hit home this time. How bad of a
1: sentence that is! The sentence. So let's let's deconstruct it real quick. You said a podcast in which I, Jack Alexander Shepard, and I interjected and said, "And I'm Tanner Greenring." Right. And you said, and it's "Just and, no and I, to- Jack Shepard." So I think it was fine until you came back in with, "And I, Jack Shepard." No, it, no, it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't fine. It stopped being fine the minute you started talking. Nope. My statement was sort of set off by, like, M dashes. I was just, I was saying, like, a little, like, a little, like, I'm inserting myself and saying something, and now back to Jack, you know? Okay, let's do that. Let's do
0: that. Can, just give me a brief second before you say and I'm Tanner Greenring. Okay. To interject something else. Yep. Okay. Hi, hi, and welcome to the Babysitter's Club. 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 A podcast in which I... Jack Alexander Shepard, open parentheses. And I'm Tanner Greenring. Close parentheses. Discuss, along with my friend Tanner See? Greenring. See?
1: Fine. It's fine. Yep.
0: The great novels in The Great Cedar Cycle by... The hand that shakes. That's right, I am talking about the princess of the prince of town, Saint Annabelle Matthews Martin, Stormborn, Soul Skinner, Mother of Clocks, and Bane to Bats. She is the first of her name, the last of her kind, and the last hope for humankind. And this week, we are going to be discussing a novel that she wrote called Babysitter's Club, Friends Forever, number five, Christy Power.
1: Christy Power. Christy Let's Power. Let's talk about this title real quick. Okay. Why is it called this? yeah why is it called this (laughs) why why is it called christy power there's nothing in this book first of all christy power is is meaningless yeah but there's nothing in this book that would make me exclaim christy power at all is it you know what i don't know
0: uh, my turtle's history but did tmnt3 Turtles Through Time come out around right. this time, and is Ellen and Ann just kind of trying to play off turtle power?
1: This is 99, so I think Turtles in Time was probably
0: 10 96? years
1: what? No. Look it up. Turtles in Time? Yeah. T-M-N-T-3, Turtles in Time, was 93. Okay, so it's not that. Sometime before, yeah. Okay. Oh, this is the one where they dress as like Ronin- like ninjas. Yeah. This is a good one. I owned all these movies on VHS. No,
0: it's not that. I don't know why they called it that. I don't know why they called it this.
1: Let's workshop it. Because I feel like there's other things we could have done. I would have called it, like, the story of Christy, maybe. Which isn't funny, but it's better.
0: The story of Christy would have been actually really compelling. Here's what I'll say. Christy Power got me to click on it. Because I love Christy. I think she's a powerful Clickbait. woman. I like stories that are about her exhibiting that power it's this was ellen did clickbait not really that ellen did clickbait
1: oh i guess the b plot christy exerts her power over the 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 fascists moral, of stony brook like, fascists yeah, yeah. <laughs> i guess there was some christy power there but it's the b plot yeah so why did you name the
0: book after the b plot ellen I think that the A plot and the B plot are equal, but since we're talking about A plots and B plots, I think we should describe this novel. Yes, okay. Um, what I'd like to do is have me describe this novel, and then um, you'll mute yourself while I do it. Okay, I'm
1: muted. Can you hear me? Uh,
0: what I'm going to do is describe this book, then I'm going to put 60 seconds on this big bad clock that I happen to have if handy. I'll have Tanner
1: describe the book. I would like to begin now. Please. You have my permission. You have my permission to begin
0: tucked away between the vast expanse of the ocean and the lush greenery of the hillsides. The quiet town of Stony Brook does things a little bit differently from the rest of the country. You see, in Stony Brook, they believe that the only way to behave is the way they've always behaved. And if you ask them about it, they'll tell you that the best kind of freedom is the freedom to stay silent. And if you push them a little bit further, They'll tell you that the very best thing you can do with a book is to burn it. And as long as you agree with them, well, I dare say you'll get along just fine. But this is the story of a man who didn't want to get along just fine in Stony Brook. This is the story of the time Ted Morley told the people of Stony Brook he'd had just about enough of their kind of freedom. This is nothing less than the story of a war for the soul of america babysitters club friends forever
1: number five christy power christy Power, Whew. Whew. that had a wang of to kill a mockingbird on it yeah that's kind of what i was going for and something that always struck me about to, which i'm i'm certain to kill a mockingbird would have been on this
0: this band, band book books list. list yeah
1: yeah Something that always struck me about To Kill a Mockingbird when I read it as a kid was one passage where Scout says that her dad doesn't let them play with playing cards. Okay. Because it depicts British royalty on it, and that's like un American.
0: Oh, that's cool.
1: Yeah, right? Yeah. (laughs) He's like so staunchly American. He's like, no, I shan't be having. Wow. British royalty depicted in this house.
0: I never thought about that, but that makes a ton of sense.
1: That's my um interesting To Kill a Mockingbird factoid of the week. I and loved it. It's a new it. segment. And
0: it's a new segment, and it's Great American Novel of the Week, and we already have that segment.
1: Okay, right. Uh, do you want to describe the book? No. Will you? Do I have a choice? No. Then yes.
0: Okay, I grant you permission. Um. What I'm going to do, I think, is just put 60 seconds on this big bad clock. Jack, real quick, thank
1: you for the permission. You honor me with your giving. Yeah, it's a gift. Generous nature. Yes, it's free. Okay. And you want me to go now.
0: Yeah, what I would like to do is put 60 seconds on this big bad clock that I happen to have handy and have you describe this novel during those 60 seconds and everything that happens in it. And I will pay rapt attention and I'm going to start now. Wait,
1: wait. Stop.
0: Okay. okay, I stopped.
1: As soon as you hit the timer, will you please mute yourself? Why do I have to mute
0: myself? I'd never even say anything. New roles. Okay, fine. <laughs>
1: you know what? I'm going to honor you.
0: <laughs> I'm
1: going to start in five, four, three, two. Go. Okay, so. I've muted myself. There's a new teacher in town. He's kind of a long term substitute, and his name is Ted Morley, and he assigns Christie's English class a project called Factor Fiction where they need to read a fiction book and they need to do biographies of a random classmate that they're paired up with. Christy gets paired up with Carrie Retlin, the bad boy of Stony Brook, and they're kind of fun, fake archenemies. Um, they do these biographies together and Christy reads in Carrie Rettlin's diary that he got kicked out of school at his old school. And he, she eventually like reveals to him that she read it and he gets very pissed at her. And meanwhile, one of the busybodies who was burning books, a few, um, in one of the mysteries, oh God, he's counting down, um, sees the book list that Ted Morley hands out and gets all up in arms and tries to get fired. And in my, you didn't say, did you say? time. time. Uh, Okay.
0: Uh, sorry, I was muted. Um, yeah, pretty good. Pretty good. I mean, the, the, the plot about him getting fired is pretty substantial, and you gave it short shrift. But yeah. uh, the, <laughs> I, I have so many things I want to talk about. Maybe the first thing we should talk about is something that we presciently asked, I think in the maybe the first episode of this podcast. And it is, what's the deal with Stony Brook? <laughs>
1: Yeah, what is the deal with Stony Brook?
0: What the fuck?
1: It's like, like this isn't the only time this has happened. Here's what I think the deal with Stony Brook is. I I consider myself a bit of a Connecticut expert at this point because um, I, I'm a bit of a Connecticut Yankee.
0: Okay,
1: I've been doing a lot of King Arthur's Court. Maybe someday. Okay. If I go back in time, I've been doing a lot of Zillow shopping for rental homes in Connecticut lately. Mm -hmm. Because Jamie and I are definitely going to get out of this plague-ravaged city Uh before we're claimed by the great storm. Uh And I I get the sense that every town in Connecticut has a part that's like normal, where normal people live, and everyone is normal. (laughs) And then there's always another part where it's like...
0: It's like the man in the high castle.
1: Very, it's like very wealthy and very conservative and very like pearl clutchy.
0: I think like there's, this is like that, what you're describing, but like turned up to 11. Like, let me read you this passage. This is like the big scene at the end where Ted Morley has to defend. It's like, he's like basically assigns a catcher in the rye and like the, the town, like, like they're like, okay, let's burn the town
1: down. Yeah. Um, I won't having my daughter read about yeah. some bum teenager. like <laughs> a fucking classic American novel.
0: Uh, here's the, it's like fucking Stony Brook, Connecticut. It's just outside of Stanford. But he's like, okay, he has to defend himself in front of the entire school, and the following thing happens. I'd like to apologize, first of all, said Ted, for not submitting my reading list for the approval of the English department. I honestly did not know this was required. At my last teaching post, which was at private school, teachers made assignments at their own discretion. My introduction to SMS was rushed, and if I was told of this requirement, I forgot about it. I do apologize for this. He paused, cleared his throat, closed his eyes for a second, and began to speak again. I do not, however, apologize for the content of that list. There was a stirring in the auditorium, and several people began to speak at once. Save our children! cried out one woman. This is a safe place. Remember when Claudia like wanted to put on a Thanksgiving play that like centered Native Americans? Oh right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, like the town like like the, the entire town showed up to like heckle these like 8-year-olds who were in the play.
1: Rip from the headlines, it feels like. Yeah. Jack, can I ask a, a quick question and it's it's relevant to sort of like the opening chapter of this book and sort of okay. the introduction to everyone? Um, The question is, is this true? Okay, wow. That's a hit segment from our Patreon podcast where we ask whether something is true. Carrie used to call me Kristen all the time just to try to get my goat. Why he would want my goat? I don't know. I don't even have a goat. To tell you the truth, I have a humongous puppy named Shannon and a wacky little kitten named Pumpkin. Yeah. <laughs> and my question for you, Jack, is is this true? Does Christie have a kitten named Pumpkin? Uh, <laughs> Must have happened, right? First of all, what happened to Boo Boo? <laughs> <laughs> Do you mean Boo Boo? Ellen, <laughs> Do you
0: mean Boo Boo? It's you know what it's like. It's like in um, in Roseanne when the like one season like their sister was still Becky, but it was just like a different person.
1: Yeah. It was Sarah Chalke from Scrubs. Is that what it is? I don't know. I don't know what Ellen's doing with this. Is yeah. she like does she, Does she think like the the Friends Forever series is no rules just right?
0: Well, so Ellen really took a bunch of initiative this week in a way that I liked you and I realized when we were reading the mysteries that they, that Ellen was just so good at them that she that they just basically gave them over to Ellen after a while right and what I like about her having come back to this is she's like yeah I'll do it but it's a mystery
1: yes it is a <laughs> mystery
0: and, and like all the references are going to be to like stuff that happened in mysteries and it's a mystery and like yeah the scholastic was like um, okay, well, Whatever. let me let me explain the concept for Friends Forever for you. It's like you know, the, like Stacy and Claudia are fighting, and Ellen's like, "You mean a mystery, right?" <laughs> and they're like, no, well, it's like the the kid, like everything's changing, and like the girls are like growing up. And Have Ellen's you ever heard like, that yeah. Keen
1: song? Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> It's a lot like that. She's like, "Oh, do you mean the Sarah McLachlan song, Building Mystery?" <laughs>
1: Jack, it sounds like you are leading us, you and Ellen are leading us down a a garden path.
0: Yeah, well, yes.
1: Do you want me to call her in?
0: Yeah, call her in.
1: Liz? She's still there. Yeah, she lives here. Okay. She doesn't pay any rent, though. Okay. (laughs) Liz, sorry to bother you. Can you please sing the Building the Mystery song for us? I know it's been a long time. Do you even remember it? You do. Okay. She's going to sing it. You're guessing the
0: mystery. Oh, wow. That's as beautiful as I I remember it. It's been too long. Still, it holds up. Yeah, it still holds up. And what this is um this is a segment we like to do and it's oops all segments and we can do whatever the fuck we want, just like Ellen's. Yeah, it's our fucking
1: show. Yeah. It's
0: our fucking show and we can do whatever we want and Ellen taught me that. Ellen Power. Yeah, they were like, "Can you do a Friends Forever and can you call it like The Life of Christie?" And she was like, "Nope, I'm going to do a mystery and I'm going to call it Christie Power." <laughs> <laughs> but you can have it. <laughs> there was um, a mystery in this one. But this is a segment where we guess. Uh, we we I, I texted Tanner yesterday when I realized what was going on, and I told him to write down his guess for the solution to the mystery after he got past chapter six. And I have also done that. And shall I start, or will sure. you start?
1: No, I would like you to.
0: Here, here's what I wrote down. Okay, so uh, did you just write Well, let this me po- let me ask this. Okay, did you get it right?
1: Yeah. Okay. Did you get it right? Almost. Okay. I got it mostly right. I did a joke answer, and the joke answer ended up being pretty
0: close. Yeah. Well, you and I are both kind of Carrie Retlins at heart, I think. (laughs) Um, So I can't remember whether you described this, but briefly, like the the, the central point of the the Christy-Carrie interaction is that they are writing biographies of each other, and in the course of researching each other, Christy reads Carrie's diary, and she reads a diary entry where he's like, I got kicked out of, it reminded me of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Like, I got kicked out of school in Chicago, and that's why we had to move here. Right, yes. And she's like... He gets, like, super fucking furious with her that she read that. And that's a lot of the rest of the book. And here's what I wrote. Carrie is fooling Christy. He left the book open at a fake diary entry to trick her, knowing she'd read it. She learned something about truth and biography as a result.
1: Okay. That's pretty right. It's not... Yeah, I guess it's right enough. It's not exactly right. No, it's not. I didn't fucking, like, predict
0: the exact end of the book, but I got—I was right about the main thing, which is that the diary entry was fake. What it turns out it was is that he was writing his novel.
1: You and I, our guesses are equally right then. Okay. And we agree that that's true now, right?
0: I'm not going to agree until I hear what your thing is.
1: Okay. End of chapter six, guessing the mystery, colon... Carrie is writing fanfic. Okay. <laughs> okay, that's
0: true. That's right. Okay, we're equally right. I think we're we are equally right.
1: right. I thought writing it was going to end up being like like a um, Holden cauliflower right like themed sort of like oh I'm I'm writing Catcher in the Rye two yeah. A sequel to Catcher in the Rye. But he's actually just writing this kind of awesome fanfic about like, he's like a hacksaw. Yeah, he is a hacksaw. He's like an
0: elite hacksaw who like hacks into the mainframe of
1: like Chicago's public schools and gets his I kind of feel like that's what Catcher in the Rye 2 would be about.
0: Oh, definitely.
1: Don't you think? I bet it exists. It's Halden Cauliflower's son. Yeah. Hell yeah. And And he's he's a hacksaw. Yeah. (laughs) Fuck yeah. And he's kind of picked up on his dad's like, don't give a shit attitude about the world. But
0: all all the other anons are phonies.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly.
0: <laughs> That's pretty. They're good. not red pilled yet. Yeah. Okay. good. Danner, um, while we're talking about Cauliflower and Fanfic, yeah. I thought it might be time for one of the hit segments that we've developed just for the Friends Forever series, since it is Oops All segments.
1: Yeah. And and, th- and that
0: includes new segments. Yeah, it includes new segments, and I don't know why people can't get through their heads.
1: It, the the oops, world of segments, segments expands it includes, infinitely forwards and backwards. Yep, it includes all f- former segments, all current segments, and all future segments.
0: Exactly. Fr- segments we don't even know about yet. Right. But we do know about this one. It's called our Ship of the Week.
1: Ship of the Week. Arg, matey. Arg, we're going to do our Ship of the Welcome Week. Welcome so... to the Ship of the Week. Okay. <clears throat> Ooh, the <clears throat> pirate voice sounds good. <clears throat> I've really honed that. <clears throat> One sec. <second>. Arckmedi. <clears throat> God, that sounds good. In here uh, in my cans. Hello? Hello.
0: <clears throat> hello. hello? Uh, sorry. I I, I must hello? have called the wrong person. It s- it sounded
1: like a pirate was talking. Sorry, that was <clears throat> my um lover. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs>
0: Well, I hope I haven't caught you at a bad time.
1: Um, No, we are just um, making love, but we're very open about that, so (laughs) okay, it's fine. Well, this is Rich Richson. Okay, and I am Goliath Harbody. I know that. I called you. Yes, and you work for me? No, I'm the president and co-founder of the 501c3 charitable organization Parents for Decency. So you don't work for me? No, in the future I might. So it's fine that I have sort of by proxy invited you into my lovemaking <laughs> by being on the phone with you while I'm making love to my pirate. To a friend. pirate. Yeah.
0: Um, I'm not gonna say it's fine, but I, I, in the interests of of moving this conversation along, I'm not okay. gonna say it's not fine.
1: Right. I think there would be a conflict of interest there if you did report up to me.
0: Right, and maybe I will in the future, but this is kind of, uh, you know, I'm just a young, I'm just out of business school, and
1: I do think I have a a
0: long, fruitful future ahead of me, but right now I am the president and co-founder, as I said, of Parents for Decency, um, a group here in Stony Brook uh, that is trying to burn all the books, Uh, and I'm hoping to leverage my charitable work protecting kids from Catcher in the Rye uh, one day into a profitable babysitting conglomerate called... Center tech. but that's that's a long okay. way in the future.
1: Okay. Well, good luck. Yeah. Um, I wish you the best. Or is there a reason you're calling me in particular?
0: Yeah, I noticed while I was doing some work around the Stony Brook Middle School, uh, banning books, burning books, burying books. Yep.
1: The three Bs. Yeah. The <laughs> three
0: Bs. Uh, that there's this very cool cat, cool
1: cat, okay. called
0: Carrie Retlin. Okay, he's funny. He's quick on his feet. He's good looking. He's kind of a prankster, but he's smart. Sounds like a cool cat. It's it's a cool cat. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if you how well you know Stony Brook Middle School, but there's also this very cool girl at Stony Brook called Claudia Kishi, who's
1: recently. Um kind of lost. Snackzar? Excuse me? Sort of like a junior snack czar.
0: Yes, a junior snack. I think czar, we yes. have
1: her we kind of have her on our radar. We've done some scouting reports about her for Oh,
0: what's your We're company?
1: looking for a are My company? Yeah. It's called Hardbody LLC.
0: Okay. It's just you. Out of your um, basement looking for a snack It's me saw. and a
1: couple other guys who are working part-time. They have full-time jobs, but they are sort of helping me when they can. Yeah. We're getting this thing off the ground. If you want to get in on the ground floor and just No, I've got, a, I got big
0: plans for my own company, Sitter Tech. Babysitting okay. Conglomerate. Right. I think, I think it's going to go well. I'm not going to have to uh, get bought out.
1: Okay. Anyway, I was just thinking. I thought you said you were f- with parents for human decency right what and is, i also said that i want to leverage the charitable work that i'm doing protecting
0: kids into eventually a profitable but it baby sounds like you have done that. it's my dream
1: yeah okay right anyway
0: this claudia kishi she dresses great she's cool yep. she's funny she's smart she's got this artistic flair wouldn't it be cool if they got together
1: carrying claudia yeah would that be cool? And I'm doing a ship, and we're Wouldn't
0: and inv- cool. bring the pirate back because we're doing this, we're, we're we're riding <laughs> we're, we're riding the seven seas together <laughs> right now, and we just put up the skull and crossbow. Hello, we're who doing... is
1: this? Goliath just handed me the phone. <laughs> this is Rich. We're getting your ship. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. One moment, please. <laughs> oh, I'm climaxing. No, I don't like that. <clears throat> Hello, it's Goliath again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm a little more available now. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I was distracted. Um, you ship Carrie and Claudia, huh? Yeah, and I want to do a ship. And that's th- what I think would be a good couple. Okay. May I do a ship?
0: Yeah. You okay there?
1: Thinking. <laughs> <laughs> Snake Joel. Snake
0: Joel Griffin, yeah. She's got real and,
1: problems. And No, I don't like Snake Joel. Okay. Emily Bernstein and Carrie Retlin. <laughs> okay, wow.
0: Alright. So it looks like uh this is gonna be the beginning of uh an extremely
1: contentious rivalry between
0: us. Good day, sir.
1: <laughs> good day, Um <laughs> good day, sir. I hope I hope to work with you more. I, I your attitude is very refreshing. <laughs> and Okay. good that's fun good that is fun yeah um i think it'd be fun to i think carrie Retlin's bad boy attitude and and emily bernstein's kind of buttoned up good girl attitude would be a, a fun that'd be cool foils for each other yeah okay emily bernstein okay. is nothing <laughs> it's better no she's fucking claudia's
0: new best friend she's nothing i mean nothing against her but. did you read
1: last week's book? Yeah. She's, She's Claudia's funny. new best friend. Okay, she was cool. She was cool. She was fine. She's not in this book. She is in this book. She was at a party and she was talking to Logan and it drove Marianne wild with jealousy. Okay, fine. Marianne's not even really in this book. Ship of the week. That was our ship of the week. Loved it.
0: Um, anything else you want to talk about before we take a little break? No. Okay, fine. Now I'm asking I'm asking that you say goodbye. Okay, he's a good. He's, like, very deliberately reached, like, slowly reached toward his recorder and pressed pause like an asshole. (laughs) ¶¶ Best Fiends is a free-to-download casual mobile puzzle game with literally thousands of levels that is Boredom's Worst Nightmare, and uh, if you guys don't remember, Tanner and I have been engaging in a friendly competition uh, between my group of fiends, uh, the Jack's Jack's Jumping Jerks, jerks, and Tanner's Tiny tiny Ticklers, ticklers. Um, and up until now, we've had some difficulties, because while I have been playing through the game at quite a clip, and advancing, uh, and binging on the game, and advancing Mm -hmm. from level to level uh, and enjoying more levels events and challenges that are added all the time. Um, Tanner, you've tended to have trouble um, getting your phone started. My if-
1: phone wasn't working, but yeah. I have gotten it to work, Jack, okay. and I've, I've, I feel like I've caught up with you in Best yeah. Fiends. Um, okay, that's great to hear. I'm really I'm, I'm here to engage with you on it and and talk about kind of our experiences playing the game. I do love the game. I just had a lot of phone troubles up until now. Okay, well, I'm glad but you're back. But I'm, now I'm embracing it, I'm playing it, I'm having so much fun with it, I love it. Okay, well
0: I'll start, Uh, so one of my experiences playing the game that I really enjoy is um, I really like picking which fiends to use and upgrading them and building a crack team as I go through the levels. My favorite is Mordecai. Okay, that's not one.
1: It's my favorite fiend. What level are you on, Jack? I am somewhere in the 40s. (laughs) 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 Okay. And yourself? Seven, D
0: thousand. Okay, that's a lot. They do have thousands of levels, uh, 70, and they do have updates 000. all the time, so you can keep at playing least as seventy thousand.
1: Yes. So yep. that's what level I'm on, and w- I am having a fun with it. It's me. It's Mordecai. Yeah. It's um. Okay, that's not one of them. Well, maybe it's in the later levels. It's but in and- l- you haven't got there yet.
0: Uh, download Best Fiends free today on the Apple App Store or Google Play. Holy that's sh- Friends without the R. Best this thing just lit up. Fiends. Okay. Well, this is great.
1: Whoa, that's a lot of <laughs> notifications. <laughs>
0: If there's something preventing you from achieving your goals, BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist.
1: Welcome back to the Thrilling Adventure oh, Hour. Okay, we're
0: doing this still. Okay.
1: What, you have a problem with it?
0: I just don't get the character. Butterman... Butterman under- is... It's, no, Butterman so is clear. Great. I get that. But m- me, Mr. Margarine, what is he? Like, he's too f- like he's
1: villain. He's too far removed from he the... He causes th- all the issues from the the copy the ad copy that we had to
0: do I, uh, I guess I I just don't have. there's grief, not grief,
1: anxiety yeah okay 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 welcome back to the thrilling adventure hour this week yeah we return to our film noir detective story starring butterman P.I. <laughs> okay okay hey it's me butterman P.I. <laughs> I was sitting in my office it was a cold dark rainy evening I saw a silhouette of a busty broad <laughs> okay. in my uh, office window. I beckoned her to come in. It was the gee gal. <laughs> okay. Oh, wait, and that's, and that's me? She was legs all the way up, all the way down, and something told me that if I took this case, I'd be dealing with a lot of <clears throat> stress problems, depression, anxiety, relationship issues. I'd probably lose a lot of sleep. Um, Grief, self-esteem issues. But uh, how could I turn down a beauty like this?
0: Butterman, it says on the door... Here. Here, that's okay. the hey, Butterman, it says on the door outside that you're looking for trouble.
1: Uh, no, it says on the door outside that if you're looking for butter, uh, butterhelp.com... <laughs> Can help, and I'll send out my licensed cream slurs <laughs> to ghee you the butter you need.
0: I, well, I've got i I'm ghee gal, and for folks who don't know, ghee is a kind of clarified butter. Yeah. And butterman, I'm looking to connect in a safe and private online environment. That's so convenient that I could start communicating in under 24 hours. Specifically, for something that's not self-help, that and that is professional
1: counseling. Well, lady, I can't help you with that, <laughs> but you know who can. BetterHelp. My friends at BetterHelp.com. <laughs> okay. Anything you share with BetterHelp.com is confidential, it's convenient, it's professional, it's affordable. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp. They're recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states right now.
0: Okay, and I've got another problem.
1: Yes. Th-
0: uh, there's been a murder. Oh
1: my God. <laughs> now this I can help with, because in addition to doing butter crimes I am a private eye yeah and, and well wait let me ask is it butter related the murder yeah because uh, I focus on butter related crimes. a number
0: of licensed cream slurs were taken out
1: god those are my friends those are my <laughs> trusted employees um,
0: I should mention that BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches, so they make it easy and free to charge counselors if needed. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling, and financial aid is available. Uh, in fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they are recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states.
1: I already said that. And, Gigal. Yeah. listeners, I want you to start living a happier life today. As a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com slash babysitters. You can join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp.com slash babysitters.
0: I love you and I kiss you and I think we're going to need to keep workshopping this character. <laughs> <laughs> Tanner, we learned a lot of pretty interesting Christy facts this week, didn't we? As Carrie delved into her... Biography.
1: Hand me another brick, my dearest friend.
0: Okay, and you're just going to interrupt me with a song. Okay, that seems fine.
1: To build a mausoleum all around, this shriveled thing that's reached its natural end, and lower it at last into the ground. So strike the match and join me as we sing a glad goodbye to all of history's men. Let's warm our hands upon this funeral pyre. And think of all the joys that life will bring, and all the light we'll share together when we put the patriarchy to the fire.
0: Okay, that's great. And you wanted to just kind of go with that. In the middle of my strike thing. Strike yeah. Against okay. the Patriarchy, yes.
1: Jack. Yes. And it. we have a poem for it from when we did the mysteries. And it's upside segments. Why just, do we have to keep it? And it's this? All segments. And Ellen wrote all this, so
0: it's good. No, and that's what Ellen wanted. Ellen wanted us to do a whole mystery episode, but it's Oops All Segments, Ellen, and even you don't have that much power over us. Right. Because she just wrote a mystery. Do you think she wrote a mystery and was like, hey, I've got this extra mystery lying around. Do you want it for Friends Forever? Do you think that's what happened?
1: Mm, She's writing her own fanfic. Yeah. Like She kept writing mysteries. Yeah. She's and like I just Scholastic have elastic was like, hey Pete, can you write a Friends Forever? And he's like, no, no. I'm he's writing... like, I'm d- fucking done with this, right? And they were like, Nola, can you write a a Mister uh, Friends Forever? And she was like, woof woof woof. Gonna... So <laughs> <laughs> much like us,
0: uh, DM'd Pete at like two in the morning, <laughs> and we're like, hey oh, Pete, oh, hey, hey oh, just sweet oh, feet, one more thing. Um, hey,
1: sweet sweet feet of Pete. Do you think you want to write another one of the
0: books? And he just wrote back, no.
1: <laughs> that really got to you, huh? So they they <laughs> went to Ellen and she's like, "Yeah, I've got one in the can." And they're like, "Wait, what do you mean?" She's yeah. like, "I've got one written <laughs> Yeah, you can just have it. You can have um, it. I want to talk to you about Mr. Counts, okay? Who's this subversive librarian, like right. anarchist librarian? <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah, Mr. Counts. At is Stony Brook awesome. Middle School. Yeah. Mr. Counts, the librarian, was only too happy to help me. First he showed me where to find a copy of the Constitution so I could read the First Amendment. Congress shall make no law, it says, respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof or abridging the freedom of speech or the press or the right of the people peaceably to assemble and to petition the government for a redress of grievances. It's the part about freedom of speech and of the press you'll find most interesting, Mr. Counts said. That is, if you're wondering about Mr. Morley's rights. I am, I told him. You may find this interesting too, Mr. Counts pulled a book out of a stack on his desk. This is the most recent resource guide for banned books. It's put out every year by the American Library Association. He handed me the oversized book, I flipped through it, there was a list of every book banned or challenged in the past year, as well as a long list of books titled Some people consider these books dangerous. I just love Mr. Counts this rogue subversive librarian who is <clears throat> arming Stony Brook's young women. Yeah. With like all the knowledge they need to dismantle the like bourgeoisie pearl clutchers. Hell yeah in Stony Brook. You go, Mr. Counts.
0: Yeah, when the culture war comes to Stony Brook, you can count on
1: counts. Ooh, that's good. Yeah. Did you have a strike against patriarchy this week? Well, <laughs> before I answer that, yeah. if I didn't,
0: am I canceled?
1: <laughs> I think so. Yeah. I think this was a, a book full of um, people speaking their voices and standing up against injustice and standing up against the... Establish power and if you remain silent on um issues of oppression then you were on the side of the oppressors yeah so did you have a strike against the patriarchy yeah no
0: and i did and i did yeah and yeah. And, and, and that was a test of you and not right. stalling so i could find something um i looked at carrie and this is right at the end can i ask you one more question anything he said smiling man i ship carrie and anyone
1: Okay, do you ship Carrie and Mussolini? <laughs> I guess not. Okay, I take it back.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Anything, he said, smiling. There was one thing I was dying to know, and this was my chance to find out. I looked you in the
1: fireworks? His... Are the fireworks picking up? A little bit. <laughs> it's nightmarish. It's like I'm in a fucking... DMZ over You're
0: there. like in The Purge. <laughs> this is what you've always it's, wanted. It's honestly,
1: it's fireworks every night from 5 p.m. to, I would say, 2 a.m. From mid-July to, I would say, the week after July 4th. Okay. Get used to it, Okay. Shaving Nation.
0: Can I read this? Yeah, please. There was one thing I was dying to know, and this was my chance to find out. I looked into his eyes and asked, why did you really leave Illinois? Carrie grinned. Oh, that's simple, he answered. See, the aliens decided it was time for me to go, so they beam me up and beam me down right here in Stony Brook. Carrie, come on, really? Oh, you want the truth? Now he was in full Carrie mode. Smirk, eyebrow, and all. Well, the townspeople accused me of being a witch, so my family had to leave in the dead of night. I just stood there shaking my head. I was incredibly glad to have my old archenemy back. And it's pro-witch.
1: It's pro-witch, it's Wiccan power.
0: Yeah, and let's hear it for the witches. Let's hear it for the witches.
1: And carries a witch, which is interesting.
0: And it sounds like the French witch hunters must have chased him out of Illinois. Right, yep. Presumably. I mean, I'm just trying to yeah. fill in some gaps here.
1: And he made friends with Black Pete, the goat, who's actually Satan, and became the Vivitch. And what's that from? The Vivitch
0: and what's that from
1: a movie called the vavitch <clears throat> okay
0: <laughs> i thought you were just stuttering
1: did I, you see the vavitch i didn't see it it's good it's got um bug eye girl
0: okay that sounds like something you, did you might see emma want to walk back at some point. <laughs> i don't know who you're talking about so did you see emma yeah fuck yeah i saw emma the new one yeah i saw the new one
1: you saw the new emma
0: Yes, I fucking... Do you know me? Of course I fucking saw the new Emma. I saw it like the day you know, it came out.
1: You know Emma from Emma? From Bug the new Girl? one? Yeah. Yeah. She was also in... Um, Vavich? Well, she was the Vavich in Vavich. What's was a Vavich? Um, it's a witch, but they spell it with two Vs because it's like okay, New England Old in time. the colonial era. Okay, She was also in that movie with um professor x where he's like uh has multiple personalities i didn't see that one m night Shyamalan.
0: oh yeah i didn't see that one you know what i did oh see? that's good okay well i didn't see it you know what i did see is... she's got a she's got kind of big eyes but you said bug eyes i guess i meant like big eyes okay all right well <laughs> don't ever compliment a lady <laughs> <laughs> I think Big Eyes is already like not a great thing to say to someone you're courting. But yeah. Bug Eyes is like, you're fucking you're done <laughs> from the go. But the movie that I did see is um and this is relevant. It's um Nicolas Cage is a medieval knight, but there's maybe a witch.
1: Oh right, gosh, that was a good movie. Fuck yeah. That movie what fucking was that rocks. Called? I think it's called the Vivitch as well, probably. I saw it in Herald Square. Season of the Witch? And there was a, um, I was with you? I was either with you or my wife. Okay. And we had snuck booze into the theater. And there was a homeless man there, and he asked if he could have some of the booze. And could he? I think we did end up kind of giving him some. I can't remember. Because like, whatever. No. we're all here to get drunk, right? Yeah, <laughs> you're at a Nicolas Cage movie. <laughs> <laughs> we all came to this public what else theater to get drunk, drink? right? Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. What anyway, that's my strike the against bitch. the patriarchy. Tanner, yes. what's? Uh, glad you who's, had one. Who's,
0: who's that knocking at? What's that? No- what's that knocking? <clears throat> who's that knocking uh. at the door?
1: Tony Brook Child Protective Service. <laughs> no. <laughs> get your hands say. on the. Get your hands on your fucking head. <laughs> Is that what you mean? <laughs> no,
0: I'm asking you. Who's that knocking at the door? And you, it, if you want to say what door, that'd be great.
1: Oh, what door? <coughs> 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 the problem is the "oops, all segment" thing.
0: Yeah, no, that's a problem. Because it could of have been
1: totally. There could be yeah, a, lot of a lot of doors. <laughs> <speaking noise> yeah. Okay. The music's still playing though.
0: <whistles> Claudia. Claudia's closet. Yeah. And it's <laughs> Claudia's closet. And what's Claudia wearing this week? And <laughs> I want to be delicate about this, and I want to be careful about this. Please. Okay. And I want, I mostly want you to be delicate and careful about this.
1: I'm not even going to say a word. Okay. <laughs> Perfect.
0: Can I read you this passage? Yeah. In the old days, before Jeremy, that is, if you put Claudia and Stacy in a room together, they'd start gabbing like mad about some sale at the mall or their parents or something. But that day, I didn't hear a peep as I entered the room. Stacy was sitting at one end of the bed leafing through the latest issue of Teenzine and twirling a lock of her curly blonde hair. Claudia was sitting at her desk stringing beads onto a leather thong. (laughs) Excuse me? (laughs) Claudia was sitting (laughs) at her desk
1: stringing beads onto a leather thong. Here's what I suspect is happening <laughs> okay and it's claudia's closet but it's also jack and tanner fashion idiots <laughs> okay yeah should we do the music for that i think so oh my
0: god why she come out here with this crane on like she had an arcade it's called jack and tanner fashion, fashion idiots, idiots.
1: Why Girl,
0: no. <laughs> All them
1: sweaters. I think thong in our heads is like thong song, right? Yeah, that's what it is. That's what
0: it has to be, right? And the, and what better way to bling up
1: your thong than getting a leather one and stringing some beads onto it? Here's what I know because I'm a well-traveled man. Okay. Kind of a... Um, intellectual. Australia. Australians call flip-flops thongs. They
0: call flip-flops, don't thongs think of. on Bondi Beach, don't they? And our yeah. Australian listeners are nodding
1: their heads, aren't they? Yes. Yes, Jake and Tanner, you're totally right. We call We call flip-flop sandals thongs. <laughs>
0: and maybe okay. that's
1: what she's talking about?
0: But we, why would Ellen like suddenly switch to Australian? But why would she be talking about I thong underwear mean, when did the thong song come out is it is it like is like ellen, 99 is ellen just trying to like wheeze off that juice she's like everyone's talking about thongs cisco's <laughs> she, ellen, popping ellen, ellen right is
1: now. so like sheltered <laughs> that she has no idea what a thong is <laughs> yeah. and she hears this song on the radio all the time called the thong song and she was like i guess this is what kids are into now. she's like thong 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 everybody's wearing them and like Claudia's making but claudia wouldn't thong. just wear
0: a normal thong because she's claudia she would like string beads onto a leather one. <laughs> yeah, that sounds right. Okay. Well, good. Okay. Um, uh, who's that knocking at the door? Storybook Channel <laughs> Protective Services!
1: Get on the fucking ground!
0: And more importantly, what is that door for? Okay, is this one of the future segments? No, this is one we have. I mean, what's going on with that door, even? Uh, okay, yeah. I mean, uh, why do sec. you have it, and what's in there?
1: Right. One sec. And what's uh, behind it? Yeah. Again, one sec. And I'm really I'm just, just standing just here. One sec. I just need to look in my notes,
0: wondering what on earth, in the the name of all that is holy. Have you got behind that dang door? And what's what it, what in there? Did he say secret room, nasty room. It's a nasty room. Are you saying Xbox? An ex- your Xbox. Oh, okay. So it's like a playroom. No, I don't have this saved anywhere. Excuse me. I don't. I'm just having trouble. Xbox. You're. We we're just saying random words, and I really want to know what's behind the door. Is it like your Xbox or what? It's. Um,
1: my nasty room. Okay. Do you have an I, Xbox in there? I keep my Xbox in there. <laughs> okay, and what's that helicopter? Promise me that whatever happens in my nasty room... Yeah. ...stays a secret between you and I, and if you want to leave at any time you may, helicopter's on standby.
0: Okay, so <laughs> before we proceed, what you're saying is... And now I'm slightly regretting asking. I don't have
1: the script up. I don't have the script up. What so I'm, I don't, I'm just like, it's been quite some time since we had to do this, Jack, so I'm kind of winging it.
0: Okay, I'm just saying that I I maybe have bitten off more than I can chew here because it sounds like what you're saying is that not only is what is behind that door, the answer is a nasty room. It's my nasty <laughs> room. You've already got a helicopter in anticipation of me not liking by. what's in there yeah okay and it's my nasty room is
1: your xbox in there yes <laughs> okay <laughs> what games do you have um i actually just signed up for xbox game pass okay and i downloaded kingdom hearts um 1.5 okay
0: that sounds fun yeah do you have that Are you one
1: with kingdom hearts at all
0: katamari damacy
1: I have Katamari Dumasi on my um switch. Yeah.
0: Oh, you don't have it on the Xbox? Do you have it in the nasty room? Because I've always wanted to play that.
1: I have a switch on in my nasty room, yeah. You would like it. It's very fun.
0: Okay. Animal Crossing? Do you have a switch yet? No. I should get one.
1: I want to play. Animal Crossing, Crossing is good. A lot of people really like it. I um have lost interest. Okay. It's a lot of like management. And I just okay. You yeah, know yeah, me. yeah, yeah.
0: It's like when we all got obsessed with Tiny Tower. Remember that?
1: I I remember you all getting obsessed with Tiny Tower. Yeah. Okay. Um.
0: And what's behind the door is the Xbox. I'm the room is nasty. Around. The helicopter's here, and it's Mr. Gray will see you now. Our hit segment. Right. Mr. Gray will see you now. Isn't it? Yep. We talk about what Alan Gray is up to this week. Yeah. And he's gonna see us now.
1: Alan heavy book this week. He had yeah. a lot of fun. He had a star turn. It was yeah. nice to hear from him again. Yeah. It was nice to know that he's doing well. He's matured a little bit too. He's
0: matured the tiniest bit. He the he knows when to shut bit. the fuck up. When uh Ted Morley gets fired, he's like cool about it. And he's like, yeah. Well, let's let's
1: work together to to get him reinstated. Everyone loves Ted Morley. I feel like if I were a middle school teacher, I would be a Ted Morley type i feel that way too about me about me no you would be like um uh what's the like dorky teacher who's the next door teacher to karen's class at stony brook academy that's who you would be mr berger
0: you know what mr berger means is mr shepherd
1: in french see yeah it could be that i'd be mr trout or you would you would be that beige lady Who's their substitute for like a second.
0: In this book, they have a lady who shows up and like, this is very Ellen. Ellen is definitely talking about someone in her life. Like when Mr. (laughs) Morley gets like suspended for recommending that they read a fucking book for adolescents that's one of the great novels. She shows up and, and Ellen is like, she was wearing all beige. She had beige pants and a beige shirt and her eyes were beige and there was nothing. Behind those eyes,
1: I'm beige. If I were blue, I would die. If yep. I were blue, I would die. That's great. And
0: we're talking about what would happen if uh, Alan Gray was in this book and what he would say. And <laughs> he were in this book. And he were in this book. <laughs> and one of the things he says that I think is really good is also my. <gasps> 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 that were you can i say it yes although i think it's mine there are a lot of brands in this book so if you want to say this one i can say another one okay i think
1: you'll all enjoy this one what i want each of you to do is write a biography i heard groans of Madame curie or something rachel asked she sounded deathly bored nope said ted it'll be about someone much closer to you in fact it will be a biography of someone in your class. More groans. But everyone in the class is a bore, said Alan. Nobody in here is an astronaut or a rock star, especially you, Dave said to him. Dave?
0: That's funny. That's a burn from Dave, though. That counts as a Who's burn. Who's Dave? Who's Dave? That's a good question. And I, if Ellen were here, that's the one question I would ask her. Who the fuck
1: is Dave? But that's the point, said Ted, ignoring Dave. I want you to figure out how to create a fascinating biography of one of your fellow students. As I said yesterday, it's my belief that everyone's life is interesting. We all have our own stories, but we rarely have the chance to share them. I know Kogi's story, said Alan. Born under a rock, raised by emus, destined for mediocrity.
0: (laughs) It's very good. Razor Sharp. It's Razor Sharp. And then he ends up getting paired with Cokie, which is fucking dope. And I would love to read the fanfic of that. And I actually maybe ship that.
1: Ooh, that's a good ship. And that's right? my ship of the week. Alan Cokie. Yeah. Cokie Gray. I love that. Mason and Gray sounds good. Mason and Gray. Ooh, they're lover detectives. <laughs> yes! Love I love that. I love that.
0: I love that. Here's a burn, and it's from Sam, and it's when Carrie Retlin is interviewing uh, Christie's family for his biography. Thank you for giving
1: me the good burn, Christie. by the way.
0: This is a pretty good burn, but it's not it's as good as that I one. Captured. Carrie shrugged. Whatever. He turned to Sam. Now tell me a little bit about Christie as a baby. Was she cute? Did she have any hair when she was born? How much did she drool? Hey, I said. What does drool have to do with anything? Carrie glared at me. I thought you were going to sit quietly. Oh right, I said. I present I pretended to zip my lips. Go on. Carrie looked back at Sam. "Well," said Sam, "as I remember, she was a little bruiser. She'd grab my finger and hold on so tight I could have swung her around. But the other thing about her was that she was constantly, and I mean constantly wetting herself."
1: Yeah. <laughs> my son does that. <laughs> it's a burn on Miles as well, I guess he 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 wet himself quite a bit, yeah, okay. I was under the impression that that was fairly normal. Is it not? Should I be worried? I don't remember that far back. Did Cyril ever wet himself? I would hope not, yeah, I guess now that you're now that we're talking about it, it does seem abnormal,
0: yeah, I mean, I don't want to shame anyone, but it's not great.
1: well, maybe he's unhealthy, maybe he's like incontinent,
0: I mean, maybe he's just a fucking anarchist,
1: oh yeah, he's just like. And that would
0: be cool. He's just fuck like, your fuck toilets. your rules. Fuck society, man.
1: Is there a sect of anarchy that's just like s- s- like totally anti-toilet?
0: I think maybe like the cynics, like the Greek cynics, like Diogenes, the cynic. Okay. Who like, I think his thing was that he like didn't believe that he needed to eat, and so he ended up starving to death. Okay, smart. I, I,
1: so the cynics weren't very bright?
0: No, they were brighter than you could ever imagine.
1: Sound bright and starve themselves to death because they were convinced they didn't. Well, have to eat. that's
0: because you can't fucking see it, man. It sounds like I don't what want he to see was it. doing was cool as hell. It's cool. It's like cool. It's like edgy. Think about it as edgy. But he probably also wet himself because he probably didn't believe he needed to like go potty use the public conveniences.
1: Right. Yeah. <laughs> but okay. we're talking
0: about Alan Gray. Can I say more things that Alan Gray did? Please. Here's another funny one. Chrissy has this big party at the end of the book that uh, is really lovely. Like everyone's there. Ellen is just like, she kind of delivered on being like, Oh, and Jesse's back from fucking dance camp and Mallory's back for the weekend from Massachusetts. And Dawn is in town and Shannon Kilborn is here and Logan's invited. Like every fucking person that you could want is at this party. It's a who's who. It's a Stony Brook who's who. It's a Stony Brook who's who. Um, and it goes fairly well, except Stacey and Claudia are mad at each other, and and Logan oh, madder than
1: ever because Claudia gets paired up with Jeremy in yeah biography uh, factor fiction yeah. yeah, and he t- and he reveals all his deepest secrets to Claudia. Can
0: I talk briefly about the fucking Fame Wolf actually before I say this thing that Alan Gray did? Yeah, please. I like
1: being in this nasty room with you for like longer than we need to be sounds like you've kind of adopted the nasty room lifestyle. Well,
0: some people adopt the nasty room lifestyle. I was actually born in the nasty room. Okay. So by it.
1: Yeah. Shaped by it. Yeah. I've
0: been shaped by the nasty room. Um, what the fuck is Jeremy, the Fame wolf up to this week? Here are two things that we learned about it. This is what happens at the party. Here's the thing. Number one, I saw Claudia and Jeremy talking with Ted. They invite Ted. Then he moved on, and the two of them continued chatting. Jeremy had arrived with a corsage for Stacy, and he was her date for the party, but I couldn't help noticing that he kept gravitating toward Claudia. So this fucking asshole shows up at, like, a random fucking house party at Christie's house with a fucking, like, prom corsage for Stacy, who he knows is in, like, a massive fucking feud with her best friend over him, and then spends the whole party talking to the best friend.
1: But like, it sounds like it's not his fault because Claudia has developed some kind of gravitational field around her. Maybe it's that leather thong with the beads. Yes, it must be. That's what it is. That's what she came to the party in. <laughs> <laughs> I that it's makes sense. Like a, I love your flip-flops, <laughs> as you yanks call them. I didn't know you were Australian. Yeah. Did you get those on Bondi Beach? <laughs> I like your uh, uh, Cobra hat. <laughs> uh, what do they call those um, those big bags of wine? <laughs> um, Something sacks. Australians, Australian baby bees. Yeah, please what... tweet at ex president and tell, <laughs> no, tell I don't him. Know. I know what. No, what can... you call those big sacks of wine that you like hang on a clothes drying thing? And drink out of. Okay, so that explains that, though. It doesn't explain the corsage. Like, what the fuck is this asshole doing? The corsage is weird. The corsage is weird. like, Christy specifically says to, like, Stacy, who should have relayed relayed this to the Fame wolf, that it's not a, like, date party. It's It's not a a date party, party.
0: and it's also, like, fucking, like, you don't need to, like, overdo it when, like, you've, like, caused this massive rift. I fucking hate Jeremy. Here's the other thing the Fame wolf does. It's going great for me, said Claudia of the Biography Project. Jeremy is so interesting. She reached out for a Malamar. I mean, today I found out that he once swam with dolphins down in Florida or somewhere. He said it was one of the most meaningful experiences of his life. It was as if he was communicating with the dolphins. Isn't that awesome? So the fame Wolf awesome. can speak with the dolphins.
1: Interesting.
0: And is that, and I don't want to get out over my skis from like a science perspective here, But are dolphins
1: the wolves of the sea?
0: I think so. Did you see Sea Lab? I don't think so. Oh, is that the cartoon?
1: Or no, was it called Sea Quest? Sea Quest? The cartoon was called Sea Quest, but I meant Sea Quest DSV. Okay. Did you see that? I think so. It had a dolphin who could talk with some kind of device on its head. Uh, Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's starting to ring a bell. So we would probably want to get that Dolphin on the line. Yeah. Um, let me call the dolphin real quick. Okay. And loop it into Darwin the Dolphin. Um, due to technology technological advances, was able to communicate with the crew. Let me get Darwin the Dolphin on the line real quick, and I'm gonna be the interviewer and let me get Darwin the Dolphin on the line real quick. Okay. And um, Jack, I guess you just kind of take a back seat here. Okay. Good to throw you into the deep end, uh, and uh, you are you wanting me to be the dolphin. No, I, no, I want you to take a back seat, and I want to get Darwin the dolphin on the the line here. I'm gonna um z- Skype him into this okay. Zoom call. Great. Okay, so do 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 Blip, Darwin the dolphin from Sequest DMV. <laughs> meep, 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 meep. No, he speaks these. He has a, like a device on his head that lets him speak english don't tell me how i can speak <laughs> you sound a lot like jack <laughs> what do you want just a note what do you want <laughs> do you just want? a note darwin you sound a lot like jack
0: i don't remember You're a dolphin
1: movie. with some kind of computer on your head that lets you talk in like a robot voice
0: it is me darwin the dolphin <laughs>
1: darwin would you consider? I'm your very species- busy. I can
0: only speak for <laughs> ten more seconds.
1: Would you consider your species the wolves of the sea? Yes. Okay. Thank you, Darwin. <laughs> okay. God, that you is d- just d- fucking you did poorly with that. Rude. <laughs> <laughs> You're saw- not good under pressure. <laughs> saw that cartoon like. Once it's not a cartoon. Fucking... <laughs> it's not Sequest DSV is a live action show. Oh, I Was, didn't I think see it. River Phoenix. Maybe I did not see it. I don't even know what it is. Um, it's Star Trek, but it takes place in like an underwater base.
0: That sounds fucking dope.
1: Yeah. Uh, we're still in Alan Gray. How do we get out of Ye- it? How do we get out of it? I thought maybe the dolphin role play would get us out. Um, I guess I can read a poem since we already did our burns right Okay, yeah read us a poem okay so little cause for joy or good or such exuberant songs should grace the pages of this book or anywhere belongs yet joy and good we still find though her song rings out for miles she blesses us and expels our woe and we are struck with smiles. Oh. Ah, ah. And it's the smiles for miles, Ellen Miles moment. Okay. Of the week, it's an Ellen book. Hmm. Um. Early on, I kind of thought maybe I was dealing with another ghostwriter, and I captured a, a passage, and I thought this is cool. Um, it's actually also my baller of the week okay great let's hear it you may be wondering why i call him ted it's because he told me to well not just me he told the whole class to call him that it's my name he said shrugging when i hear mr morley i think people are talking about my dad it's not always easy to remember to call him ted but we try when we forget he just smiles then we remember (laughs) that's nice that's it that's a good
0: Ted, and he just smiles. It's fucking Ted. Yeah, cool dude. Ellen really brought him to life for me. He is so fucking cool. He reminded me of this English teacher I had who was super into the Smiths, and we would like talk about the Smiths after class. They're canceled, I know, but at the time they weren't. Um, let's see. did I
1: have a smiles moment?
0: I was just so impressed with how cool Carrie Retlin
1: was this week. Yeah, Ellen does a good job with Carrie Retlin. Did she like invent him? He was mostly a mysteries character, right?
0: Yeah, he's mostly a mysteries character, and that's like part that the real smiles for miles moment is just that that she like did a mystery, even though they asked her to do a friends forever. I'm gonna read this very brief, funny Carrie Retlin moment, and then we were gonna l- immediately leave and go. Uh, but okay. this is this is this is a, a taste of smiles for miles. Ellen miles' deaf touch. You had a phone call, my mom said as soon as I walked into the kitchen. She handed me a slip of paper. Carrie wants you to call him back. A phone number was written underneath his name. This was not my favorite day. I really didn't feel like calling him back, but curiosity got the better of me. What did he want, anyway? I dialed the number on the paper. The phone rang twice, and then somebody picked up. But he or she didn't say anything. Hello? I said tentatively. Who's this? I recognized Carrie's voice. I should have known. Who else but Carrie Retlin would answer the phone without answering it? It's Christy, I said. Yes? You called me, I said. Not this time. <laughs> <laughs> Gary. Gary, fucking killing it. What a cool dude. Um, uh, and I think we used to have a segment for him that was like, carry on my wayward son. I carry on my with us <laughs> And with that, it's definitely time for us to leave, and it is also time for us to go. And I would like to leave and go, unless there's something that you there urgently are want to say.
1: when finish. you no. are done. Okay.
0: Th- that that was, you had one opportunity to say something. And uh, put you your
1: weary head to rest. To keep seeing on, no on the show and actually singing his band on the show. And it's banned.
0: And I just actually just talked to the uh, to the board, and they said that singing is
1: banned again on the show. Singing is not banned. And the board and it, has agreed that singing. It's is my banned, First Amendment so. right, and I fucking literally just read the First Amendment to you, and you know it's my right.
0: Yeah, and this book is basically the First Amendment.
1: Um, what
0: I'd love to do is to leave. I would also love to go. Uh, first, I would like to thank you, Tanner, for bearing with me. Welcome. I would like to thank the Baby Nation for bearing with us.
1: You're welcome.
0: Okay. And I would like to uh, implore our listeners to support our show and get another show in the process by going to patreon.com slash podcast and subscribing. For just $5 a month to our other great show. That's the Little Sister Little Episode show. And we sing the descriptions and it's about the Little Sister books. And you, now that it's Oops All segments, you're missing out on a ton of segments that we, that we have. You've
1: gotten, that a, you've gotten a little taste a little of taste. some of the Oops All segments that yeah. happen over there. Um, but we haven't, I guess we could sing the description on one of these. I think, we're, I think it's going to
0: happen. Yeah. I almost did for this one. I almost did that Kanye song about power.
1: Oh yeah,
0: uh, but then I was like, I'm not gonna write two fucking parody oh. songs in
1: a week this week. Oh, it's my song this week. Yeah, um, so you wouldn't, you would not have written. Two
0: well, songs. but it was my song on fucking Sunday. So anyway, that's beside the point. What I would also like to do is encourage people to buy our merch. Bit.ly/slash bscc merch. Uh, we've got shirts, we got totes, we got stickers. Uh, we got all sorts of good things over there. Check it out. Uh, that's another great way to support our show. Um, the very easiest way you can support our show is by rating and reviewing it on Apple Podcasts. It takes but a minute, and it helps. Continues us to, to help. I assume it helps. <laughs> any like even it, all this time later, if a bunch of people right now went and like reviewed and rated us all at once, I think it would probably help. Um. What I would also like to suggest is that you join the Baby Nation Facebook group. The page is Babysitter's Club Club, but the action happens in the group. You can find it by going to the page. All the good people are there, and it's nice and good there, and it's nice, and it's also good, and you should go there. Yes. This week, Tanner, we read a novel that was called Babysitter's Club Friends Forever number 5, Christy Power.
1: Christy Power.
0: Next week, we're going to be reading a little book called Babysitter's Club Friends Forever number 6, Stacy and the Boyfriend Trap. okay that sounds troubling she's gonna trap the fame wolf she's she's gonna fucking put out one of those like big claw traps and get him on the leg
1: oh yes Uh, and then a sexy hunter will come along and free him and they will fall in love okay (laughs) i'll
0: read that um all that remains is for me to say that this week i have been and always will be jack alexander shepherd
1: my name is tanner Greenring.
0: Please do remember to round off the corners in your bedroom, drown all your dolls, call your senator, and demand your right to bear time, and do not forget to let Daddy love you as much as I do. Remember the Delaney's. Remember the trip man. Take your dream horse through that maze. Claudia is wearing a bra now, and the way she talks, you would think that boys had just been invented. (laughs)
1: Hello, I'm doing a test. I'm testing my audio. This is me talking in kind of a normal way. When I talk to Jack, um, I'm going to turn down myself in my headphones a little Hello bit. Hello, and welcome to Mic Check. Hello, it's Mic Check. It's Jack
0: Shepard here, and um, I am checking my mic, but also I'm checking in with uh, Tanner to see uh, what yep. mic you, you've you got on your mind today.
1: Yeah. Well, Jack, I live with a lot of um, privilege. Okay. And I live a uh, affluent life, and I use the money from my podcast earnings to buy myself a mixing board. Okay. Uh, pretty basic one, but now I can hear myself in my own head. Yes. I've never heard my own voice before. I hate it. Oh, okay, yeah. I, it's not great. Um, and I'm trying to think of, like, which obnoxious, like... weaselly little mic my own voice reminds me of i'm gonna say Mike tv from willy wonka
0: okay that's great and uh the mic that i want to talk about in this week's uh, edition of Mike check is uh mike wazowski okay uh or as cyril calls him eye guy from monsters inc because he's a guy with a big eye and he's eye guy does he
1: like monsters inc now
0: uh, Yeah, he likes it. I mean, he just wants to watch Car from Cars more or less exclusively. Which Cars movie is his favorite? The new one. Oh, there's a new one? Well, that's what he calls it. New Car from okay. Cars. And it's uh, Cars 3. Okay. I, we won't Great. allow Cars 2 in this household. Oh, really? Mm, I like listening to my voice in my ears. My goodness.
1: What's wrong with Cars Cars 2? Uh, it sucks ass. Okay. And that's yeah. Cyril's words or yours? Uh, Those are my words, but I don't want to expose my child to something that sucks ass. I have a question. Yeah. Has the car reverse expanded beyond cars to like planes and, and trains and, and cars and too, boats? they really fuck around with that. There's like helicopters and shit. Okay.
0: Um, this has been Mike Check. This any, has been Mike Check. Any other mics you want to talk about?
1: Vice President Mike Pence. <laughs> <laughs> no.
0: It's been in the news lately. Did you hear about uh, this? Are there any songs about mics? Because I want to check my mic with a song.
1: Um, I can think of a song by Mike. I wanna be like Mike. And that's George. Scott Stapp. No, Mike, um... Is from Creed. Skype, uh, Stipe, Stipe, Mike Stipe. Jesus, God. (laughs) Okay, you're canceled. That was a HeadGum podcast.